0: That happy little tune tells you that we have formally made it halfway through the week, and on this special holiday week, it's probably close to the end of the week for you, and it also announces the arrival. Of the Booty Kitchen, ladies. Booty Kitchen is a fantastic blog online about local seasonal Korean ingredients. It's spelled dot Kitchen.com if you're looking for it. And the people behind it are Sonia Swanson and Chef Jong so Together they bring us local eats every week, a segment we hope will appeal to the inner foodie in all of you. Ladies, welcome once again.
1: Good morning. Good morning.
0: So yeah, you've been out. Uh, I, I've seen um, on your social media, and I think on your website too. If people want to feast their eyes on it, you've been in big yellow rubber uh, clam digging outfits. Yes, we did modeling the latest in rubber yeah. boots and uh, hip high pants. Yes,
1: yes, oh yeah, styling for sure. Yes. Yeah.
0: So where did you head to go off and uh, and and wade around in the mud?
1: We went to the West Sea um which is sometimes called the Yellow Sea in English or Seohaean in Korean. Okay. Um, and the West Sea is kind of unique because it's pretty shallow. So the average depth of the West Sea is about 44 meters. But compared to the East Sea, um, it's pretty shallow because the East Sea's average depth is like 1,700 meters.
0: Okay, so, so sort of a, a, a tidal pool in a way, and uh, someplace where lots of shellfish can kind of hang out and feel comfortable, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Because of the their famous mudflat, there are so many, uh, so much di- diversity of seafood in this you know ecosystem.
0: Great. Yeah. So you guys were out there basically digging clams
2: yes we did <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I caught a
0: lot <laughs> uh, yeah diverse seafood you, so yeah you went out there tell me about some of the things you caught
2: um, we caught uh, but they have so many different kinds of uh, clams something like you know sejuge. The king of the clams. The king. And
0: that's the common one that most people think of, right? Sejuge is like the the white one with the hard shell, or, or am I wrong? Oh
2: yes, but it looks like in a bird bird peak. And it's not
1: very common, I think. Oh the, yeah, not very yeah.
2: common. But it, yeah. it's um it's very expensive, and you know, king of the clams. Okay, yeah. yeah,
0: that which we think about as clams, the typical one, Um mm-hmm. Is there a specific name for that one, like the white one? Are
1: you talking about the small ones that show up in soups and stews everywhere. There's that's that padjak, yeah. uh-huh.
0: Okay, very good.
1: Yeah, that's
2: the thing that we quoted there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You caught some more of those uh-huh. out there. Yeah,
2: yeah. And also they have a 명주조개, 맛조개, 모시조개, 터조개. There's so much varieties. There's
0: so many 조개. Yeah, it's yeah. almost impossible to catalog them.
2: Mm, it's impossible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> uh, you know, does it? Is this a uh, for professionals only activity going out there or Can ordinary people go out there and catch their clams? Well,
1: I think a lot of families like to go out there in the springtime. It's kind of a family activity to you know, bring the kids out for some yeah. muddy, fun, you know, clamming. Yeah,
2: they have all the also clothes and boots and gloves and, you know. The, of course. Yeah, Anytime
0: thing. Koreans go out to do something, they've got the best outfits, whether it's <laughs> oh, hiking yeah. or tennis or <laughs> you name it. Uh-huh. So clamming is going to be no exception, I'm sure. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. I think if any of our listeners have families, they can probably go out to 안면도, yes, mm-hmm. right?
2: Yes, mm-hmm. yes. 안면도 or no.
0: Mm-hmm. T- so look, these are little islands.
2: Yes, do means... Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you went out, clammed. I remember I used to dig clams with my dad. I'm from uh, Cape Cod, Massachusetts. So these are safe to just grab and eat, you know? uh,
1: Well, they usually have specific areas that are designated for clamming, you know, so you can look it up online and and figure out where you can go. But we went to a a specific area that was for professional harvesters.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, the professionals don't mind, you know, hobby people kind of encroaching on their territory?
1: A- we are not,
2: we
0: are not happy people. You're a professional <laughs> as well, <laughs> and you can tell by the outfit, no Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so you got some clams, uh, various types of shells. I noticed you didn't bring me any clams today. <laughs> What's up with that? Too far? Uh,
2: no, we we had it just a too hectic, you know, week, and
0: uh, so. Yeah. Okay, and you, you basically ate them all down there, didn't you? Yeah, we yes. didn't, we didn't want to share
1: any with you. They were too Sorry. delicious. So,
0: did you just get clams, or did you get any other goodies down there as well?
1: Um, um, well, we're here to talk about two mm-hmm. ingredients, but mm-hmm. um, we can probably start with the clams first since we're talking about clams, right? On the topic yeah, right, of clams. Right, right. let's do it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
2: So, we're going to start uh, talking about pekka peccup mm-hmm.
1: and up is asian hard clam in english mm-hmm. and some people say the name comes because it has a lot of small lines on the shell maybe like 100 lines I see. and 100 is peck in korean mm-hmm. okay and
2: also as i already mentioned Sejuge is a king of the clams but up is a queen of the clams the queen of the class. Yeah, because of it's, it has super, really nice, you know, mild, clean, and sweet flavor. I see. It's
0: amazing. And, and they, what size are they?
2: Oh, it's a very big. Um, sometimes three or four clams together can easily weigh one kilogram sometimes. But the average size is 7 to 10 or something like that.
0: I should mention as we talk, as we go through these ingredients, uh, we're posting in real time right now some photos on our website. You can head over to tbsefm.co.kr to the Koreascape page, galleries, and you'll see various uh, pictures of the scenarios where they were clam. And uh, in fact, I'm looking at a picture of bekap right now. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, cook them up?
2: Yeah, um, actually, we didn't cook up. Uh, and then we asked, you know, the lady, the master, <laughs> and, she, uh, and then she made the soup for us.
0: Okay, Jogetang. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, uh-huh. that's really nice. I love that in pojang machas. You know, that's mm-hmm. the first thing they bring mm-hmm. out. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's really uh, flavorful, and just the broth, even without the uh, without the clams themselves, can be really mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. So, but, but yeah. have you ever had a bekap tang? I, th- I don't know if I have or not, to be honest with you. It's always mm-hmm. been jogetang or something in a shell. I, I wasn't wise enough to notice whether it was a bekap at the time. Mm-hmm. It sounds like these are a slightly more rare than than normal clams, right?
1: Yeah, and a bit pricier as well,
2: too. Yeah, right? it's a mm-hmm. pricier. It's a per one kilogram. It's easily cost
0: like, you know, manon, you know? Okay, 10,000 yeah, won. Yeah. Yeah. It's not cheap. It's uh-huh. not bad, but it's not cheap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And I think you can get bekap tang, especially if you go to the, the West Sea side. West Sea? Yeah. And uh, it's amazingly mild and really sweet. How Mm. how did you like it, Sonia? I
1: loved them so much. And there was just quite a lot of meat in the shells as well.
2: It's very Mm. big, very plump, and this is perfect season for it.
0: So go for it. All right. Mm -hmm. Sounds cool. Anything we should know about these uh, Peck Hop in terms of their... Habitat or their biology. Uh, Sonia, you always give us the science yeah. angle.
1: I've just got only a little bit of information. One thing I've learned is that they're they're pretty tough. So they they can live for about fifteen days after being caught. Uh huh. So that they actually have another nickname. It's called senghap, and seng means life.
0: Ah, mm-hmm. okay. So, wow, that's a, that's a long time to live once taken out of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah. said they put them in but tang, but is the, I imagine you could just put these on the barbecue or something like that as well, right?
2: Uh, but uh, when you grill it, it's also great, you know, to grill, but when you grill it, just wrap it with a foil so you would not lose the
0: amazing, you know, broth. Right, okay, that makes sense. They, mm-hmm. And they wouldn't dry out, that kind yep. of thing. So, pick up tongue, I guess, uh just boil back up,
2: yes, simply, just purely, just boil back up, even you know people don't put garlic its isn't it amazing, Korean people don't put garlic for their soup. You know, especially for this. It's like no- the one
0: thing they don't put garlic in, right?
2: <laughs> no. I think it really depends on, you know, who is cooking. Some people put it, but, you know, most of the people, the the real local people, they said, uh, I asked them, you know, should I put garlic for that? And then she said, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. I would be inclined. I mean, the first thing I think when I think of clams is like a vongole sauce, you know, a little white mm. wine and butter and garlic and chuck those back up in there. Uh, would they make a decent vongole?
2: I think it would be a little too big. Too big. Uh, yeah. A little too, too chewy. chewy, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, not chewy, but, you know, the size of the clam. Sure. Will be. So I think it may be better just shock it before you cook it and then, you know, cut half and then
0: make a bongole, maybe. Or maybe make a sauce out of some of that yeah. uh, clam mm-hmm. liquor or clam broth, uh, kind of like a butter sauce. Yeah,
2: exactly. Or you can, I think you can create your a la carte, you know, dish with the clam. So you make, you know, bourbon sauce uh-huh. and then, you know, compare it with the...
0: There there you go. Yeah. Now you're yeah. talking my language. Uh-huh. Can you eat these as hui?
1: Yes. Did yes. you do that? No, we I didn't. Because I, <laughs> I could
0: picture you guys there in your hip waders, just <laughs> popping these things open with a knife and, and having them super fresh.
1: Uh huh. We did. We did try the paizakis. Um, yeah, we did. Yeah, 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 we did from the mouth
2: flare. but huh? the uh. It has really amazing broth, so try, you know,
0: pekapang, the soup, you know, yeah. for sure.
1: And, and sayang, she didn't even put any salt in the broth either, right? No, well, no, Well, they're naturally no. salty with seawater, aren't they? so delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, one thing to be careful with that I've encountered in the past with clams is that um, they're done fast. Uh, if you, the, almost the minute they open, they're ready, right?
2: Yes, but pekab is a very special character. So I have experience. I cooked you know, when the water is boiling Uh added the clams and then cook it for hours and my clam didn't open up. So I just cook it longer and longer and I because I put a live one, it wasn't that, so it should open their mouth, but huh. it didn't. So, But later I found out, you have to start cooking from the cold water, and then one or two or three, once your clams start to open up, and then it means it's done. So you <sighs> have to turn off the heat, and then you have to shock it with your knife.
0: I see. So, mm-hmm. they they do open up or they don't open up?
1: They don't open they up. They don't open up. Yep. So Maybe you just, only like a couple, two or three yeah, open Yeah, just up. a small oh, one. That's, they,
0: uh-huh. that's, that's a new concept for me. I thought all of those shellfish naturally opened when they that's were cooked. That's
2: what I thought. And uh, so, I was so curious. So, I asked the uh, local people this time and they told me they don't open up. And then uh, as long as, as they get, you know, mature, like, you know, they where they have more plump flesh, they don't open up. Huh. That's interesting.
0: And so those Beckhop that you boiled and boiled, they must have come out like little rubber balls, right?
2: Uh, They never open up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You didn't even try to open them up after a while, or they just super glued themselves together, basically?
2: Uh, at that time, I didn't eat it because I was doubting whether I can eat this or not. So <laughs> after cooking for two hours, and then I gave up, and oh. I just threw them away. Oh, it's such but a shame. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it was my beginning time of cooking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So just reminding people where this is geographically, that you went to go dig these clams. Uh, you said it was uh, the West Sea, West Coast, uh, and what was the name of the little island? An- Anmyondo?
1: Anmyondo. Myondo.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. An-myon-do.
1: And it was in South Chungcheong Province. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Anything else I should know about that area?
1: Um, the 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 oh, area. Oh, oh, around Temanggum, mm-hmm. right? Uh huh. you were telling me something that Temanggum used to be quite famous for pekup,
2: right? Oh yeah, it was very mm-hmm. famous for pekup. But the the area, the um. They recently, they built a seawork construction. Mm-hmm. So because of that, uh, the production of the pickup, uh declined almost a half amount.
0: That word, semangum has for years now been almost synonymous with uh, development and the threatening of uh, natural habitats for seafood and things like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's been pretty
1: controversial from what I've heard. And so, you know, it, it's kind of an issue because in the last 30 years, South Korea has lost about 32 percent of its tidal flats to land reclamation.
0: Hmm.
1: So that is a lot of very valuable and tasty seafood.
0: No doubt being lost in
1: the process. What a surface yeah. area! Yeah. So a lot
0: of Beckhop and things like that uh, going by the wayside. So have we talked beccop out? Okay, are we ready to move on to ingredient number two?
2: Yes, I think <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay. You may like this ingredient.
0: <laughs> All <laughs> right, <laughs> ingredient number two. What are we? What are we dealing with? Ta-da.
1: Well, <laughs> this one gets a lot of attention from food and travel bloggers, you know, who are coming to fish markets for its rather unusual appearance. Okay. Um, in Korean, it is called <laughs> kebru. um And in English, it's called the fat innkeeper worm. It's kind of a pinky gray... Long worm, marine marine worm.
0: Yes, indeed. Uh, I'm looking at a picture. Uh, this picture is up for everybody to see on our website right now. Just go to the galleries section of the Koreascape page at tbsefm.co.kr. It's .kr. We don't have a .co. I'm told. Uh, so my bad. tbsefm.kr. Um, and. Uh, it it yeah it uh, looks like uh, a worm among other things. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. So um Yep. Yeah and
1: it's about how how many centimeters long would you say they are Sayong? Oh
2: it really depends on uh-huh. you know they they stretch it out uh-uh. and then they shrink so okay.
0: it's really hard to tell. Okay. <laughs> So, bit of an adequacy issue here, but let's move on. Uh Sonia, what, uh what did you do with that?
1: Well, we um, ate. Yeah, we ate them. So, um These are a species of marine worm that live around East Asia, not just in Korea. They're also in China and I believe also Japan. Um, And they they burrow into mudflats and they make these small U-shaped tunnels for themselves. So we're, you know, walking around the mudflats and what you have to look for are these tiny little holes that have a kind of maybe some air bubbles around them Uh and we kind of started to figure out what what you know these holes were but these diggers out there they're really good at it they see a hole they just jump in with their shovels they're like digging like crazy for like 10 seconds or 30 seconds and they just pull out these worms
0: did you personally catch any of these
1: (laughs) we tried but no oh my gosh we tried so many times it is really hard work
0: Well, they look rather squirmy. Um, yeah. They are they are worms, and uh, it looks like they would be able to dig down pretty quick and squirm away from your grasp. Um, what, what's <laughs> what's the trick? When um, you ask the locals, what's the what's the catch to catching um, them?
2: They the lady they actually there was a lady, and then she just uh, shoveled maybe three times, and then she catches it. So uh, we asking you know, how did you find it? And They just say, you know, by experience, and that's the true answer, right? But uh, you have to really see the little holes, you know, then the water comes out, like, and, you know, they started digging it, but very fast. The Tao of
0: cable digging. (laughs) Just have (laughs) to, you know, have to become one with the cable where it's, at. I I can see uh, this picture that has a full bucket of cable, uh, mm-hmm. Kind of gives a hint as to the catching process. There's also someone in the photo. Uh, again, let me clarify this website because I think I messed it up before tbsefm.soul.kr. There is no CO in there as I thought. Um, you, you can see a person sticking their uh, shovel very quickly and reaching down and grabbing these guys right out of the wet mud flat. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. But, you know, just seeing how hard it is to catch one kebur made me have so much more appreciation for all the kebr you see in the fish market. Right. You know? Like how much work went into catching every single one of those, you know? Yeah.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. doubt. No mm-hmm. doubt. And there's mm-hmm. quite a few of them in the market. I've seen them before, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize the process of catching them. I thought, you know, you could just drag a net and catch them or something. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, they, they look kind of vulnerable, actually. These things are not in a shell so no, no. it looks like, you know, you could damage them easily through transport or even in the catching process.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have to be very careful. If you uh, use your shovel in the wrong way, then you can kill it and then you can sell it. And then it has a lot of blood in there. So your mouth gets, you know, bloody. And also if you touch them too many times, they die. Yeah. And then they said if, if you touch and you know, if you stretch them out, then also they can sell it. They need very plump, you know, mm. one.
0: Of course, yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense. And yeah. you said, you. Illustrated with your hands, you could if you wanted to stretch them way out. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost mm-hmm. quadruple their their legs. Yeah, mm-hmm. we
1: actually got to eat one caper right there on the mud flats. The oh, it was amazing. I yeah. just chopped yeah. off the head with the shovel, rinsed it in a puddle, squeezed out the guts, and handed us each this kind of flabby pink skin.
0: Well, there's a visual. And
1: yeah, we chewed and it was it's very chewy and very sweet. Yeah, because uh, with the little salty
2: sea water and then uh, the caper is very sweet, so the compare you know the flavor is salty and sweet it was amazing and then we came back to the restaurant and then we cook it again but the taste was amazingly different
0: what's the texture like it looks like it might be a little rubbery or chewy
1: very chewy very very it's like almost cartilage kind of yeah yeah yeah, very chewy yeah Mm
0: -hmm. all right so is this what uh koreans do do they just you know squeeze out the guts and chop off the head and pop in the cable, or do they do something else with it?
2: Oh, uh, usually it is served at the head center. They serve it as a side dishes, as a roll. roll. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But uh, we learned a new technique from the local people. They love to, you know, sc- screw and then put their wooden chopstick inside of the body and then grill it.
0: They so said, kind of, you know, pass it directly through the entire uh, yeah. body of the, the this worm, basically, Uh huh. and put that on the grill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, that sounds and, good.
2: Or they replaced it uh we, we you add the, sometimes in you know, the pork belly, in you know, the for the kimchi but they they can replace
0: it and you didn't bring me any cable to try here god guys (laughs) all right that's uh all the time we have it's booty kitchen double b-u-r-i kitchen.com where you can catch more of these ladies and their explorations thanks very much thank you you. and careerscape is produced by christina saw with associate production from jamie lee gp1 is the writer i'm kurt asian follow us on facebook or twitter Koreascape is the word. And tune in tomorrow. We have our 9 a.m. Thursday installment of Culture Pulse and a Children's Day-centric edition of Time Out Soul on TBS. We'll see you then.